What a joy, what a joy. Sunday after Sunday to come to the house of God to know that he is not ashamed. He is pleased when people gather to worship him. Our Savior is pleased when a group of believers come together to worship our King. And I sense an anointing in this hall and I believe the Lord will do amazing things in your life. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not because of me. It's not because of my words. It's because my Lord is here. And wherever my Jesus walks into, it is going to be a short time. When my God walks in, it's going to be a short time. And my Jesus is in this hall today. What are you facing this week? What are your struggles? Can I tell you something? I'm going to declare it over your life. My God is about to set your life free. The cycle that has been following in your life for many months and years, in Jesus' name, that cycle is about to break down. And I declare it. Hallelujah. 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 Once again, as a pastor of the church, I'd like to welcome all of you. Um, every Sunday, I know you all are members of our church for many years, and there are some new families that I see. Uh, I see Brother Sean's brother-in-law and sister right here. We want to welcome you to our ch- uh, church service. May the Lord continue to bless you, and uh, do join us. We, we will m- make sure that we will, you will feel like home right with us. And uh, after the service, I'm just giving you a heads up. A lot of families are going to come and talk to you. Just giving you a heads up. Uh, you, will be, you will be enthroned by a lot of people coming and talking to you today. So um, everybody who is here for the very first time, and thankfully, uh, dear Pastor Sam Matthew and uh, their wonderful family is with us. They ministered, he ministered in our Malayalam service this morning. And um, once again, I'd like to welcome you to be part of our service. Thank you so much for being here. And anybody, everybody who is members of our church, you are returning, you are here. Um, I mean, I would, I would always say this, you know, I don't want to take your presence here just for granted because you're here just for granted. We value your presence here. We value you coming and being part of our church. May the Lord continue to bless each one of you. And I believe, this is what I believe, as families we stay together, the Lord's blessing will pour into every family. Amen. As, I mean, I'm, what I'm asking you to do is as we stay closer to God, as we stay closer to God's spirit, as we stay closer to the house of God, I believe in my spirit that the Lord will work wonders in every family. We are about to see a supernatural shift in our life, in our families, and I believe it over your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How is everybody doing today? Amen. 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 Good to see your smiling faces. Amen. 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 Can I tell you, when we worship some of our families, I see tears rolling down their cheeks. If you can cry in the presence of God, you don't have to cry in anybody else's presence. If you can kneel at God's presence, you don't have to kneel at anybody else's presence. If you can raise your hands and receive from God Almighty, you don't have to go begging into somebody else's doorstep because my God is more than enough in everybody's need and every situation. He is more than enough. He's a good God. What a beautiful song. How many of you worship today with all of your heart? With all your heart. We were singing the song. He's a good God. And because he is good, I will sing. Because he is good, I will dance. Because he is good, I will shout. How can I keep quiet when I serve a good God? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care who, who wins the NFL or the basketball. But what I care the most is... When I am in the house of God, I will worship Him. 
Some of y'all, when we watch TV shows, when we watch our tournaments, we are, we, we cheer for our best teams from bottom of our lungs. We open our, sometimes I feel like this guy is going to collapse right now because the way he's shouting, the way he is moving, because he is so pumped to, to, to support his favorite team. But can I tell you, in the house of God, we need to worship God with all our strength, with all our mind. Why? Because he is good. Not because of me. Not because of any of our worship leaders. Yes, they are talented and they are anointed. But it is because he is good, I'm going to worship him. Because he is good, I'm going to lift up his name. Because he is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do we know God is good? We have tasted and seen. Oh, that the Lord is good. Only people who have tasted, they will know how beautiful, how good it is. We have tasted. How many in, 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 in our previous weeks, months, and years, we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good in our life. Because all the blessings He has poured into all of our lives. Are you all with me today? How many of you have received a blessing from God Almighty? Amen. Amen. In our life journey, the Lord has blessed each one of us and we will continue to bless us as we remain together and worship our Savior. Once again, I'd like to welcome and greet everybody. May the Lord continue to bless each of our families and everything that you do. May the Lord's gracious um, love and His compassion lead you victorious in every path. Lack of time, I'd like to go real quick in our, um, as we were leading in worship today here, this is um, during our Malayalam worship and our English worship, there was such a strong presence of God Almighty here. But on Sundays, because our time is very limited, we have to sometimes cut short. I know during our Malayalam service and our English service, we have to cut short. We have to limit sometimes. But this Saturday, we will have a worship night in our house. It'll be a worship night in our church. And the Lord was kind of speaking to me. This Saturday will be a worship night in our church. Um, the English and the Malayalam will club all our languages together. It'll be a time of worship. And I'm asking you, parents, come with your children. We are going to seek His face in worship. A church that worships together stays together and re receives the heavenly blessings. I'm asking you, coming Saturday, coming Saturday will be a worship night in our church. Invite your friends. Invite people that you want to invite. It will be a pure worship night. We will worship and receive from our God Almighty. Are you all ready for that? Amen. Pass the word around. Bring people. And we will worship our Savior together. May the Lord continue to bless each, 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 each one of us. And let me go, go real quick into the word today. Are you all ready for that? Amen. Amen. From the last couple of weeks, I have been teaching from the life of Nehemiah, from the book of Nehemiah. And we looked into each of our portions. And as we were um, uh, 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 diving through different scriptures and the, 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 the relational value into our own life and applying it into our contextual journey in present day age, I declare today's word will also bring and, and throw the same light into our life and reveal certain aspects that we got to change, right? One of the things that we have to understand is when the word talks to us, the word will prick us. Amen. The word will prompt us to change our behavior. The word will help us and want us for a complete change in the inner being of ours. And if that is happening, it is the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 
Today I want to talk about and I want to title my sermon, my message as following the code, following the, the code. In every building project, you will have a list of codes that you got to follow. I know our, our church was working with the city of Richardson for many years and every time, um, you, know, um, you know, Brother Roy went back and they give a new different types and list of uh, codes that we have to follow in the building project that we were having. Are you all trying to understand this? So whenever you try to build anything um, within the city limits, the city will give you the guidelines and the city will give you the codes for you to build it. You got to follow the codes for you to have all kinds of sanctions you have to receive from the city. You got to follow the codes. Are you all understanding this? So today I want to preach about following the code in our, in our buildings, following the code in our life, following the code that God wants to bring in our life. And I'm going to camp from Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 1. Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 1. Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 1. This is how the word goes there. After the wall had been rebuilt... And I had set the doors in place. I want to camp in that word for a moment. But let me, let me read through the scriptures there. I want to camp on the door, set the doors in place. But I'm going to read the entire scripture for you. After the wall had been rebuilt and I had set the doors in place, the gatekeeper and the singers and the Levites were appointed. I put in charge of Jerusalem, my brother Hanani, along with Hananiah, the commander of the citadel, because he was the man of integrity and feared God more than most men do. What a beautiful scripture. Y'all have read it in your own uh, uh, languages. And when you read through the scriptures, I want us to uh, look into the portion and the First words, it looks up, I mean, Nehemiah mentions that when I had rebuilt the wall, I have put and placed the door in its own place. Y'all trying to understand this? Listen to me right now. Listen to me. And, and this week and next week, we will dive in more into the scripture revelation from these two verses. Here is what the word was, Lord was revealing to me when I was reading this and meditating on this words earlier this week. The Lord, the, building the wall is, is, is a good job. You can build a wall around it, but you got to have a door being placed because a door always gives you the access for you to walk in and walk out. Oftentimes, a door is a position of transition. You walk in and you walk out through the door that is available to you. Are you all trying to understand this? Doors are very essential. It is very important. And I know in our Bible study, the Christian education class, uh, early in the Sunday uh, mornings, I know Brother Joji was uh, talking to us from the, from, from the different doors, from the scripture as he was mentioning to us. And this morning, I know in the Bible study, we will go much more uh, 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 deeper into the context of what the Lord was revealing to our brothers here. But this morning, as the Lord was leading to me, I want to mention to you, after Nehemiah had built the wall he placed the door and it is very important in our life that we as we walk around we build and we connect with people we build people together we have to see an access point in missions this is very important when we go out for missions we always see whenever we go to a village or a tribe we always try to see an open door because it could be one person through which I can enter into that community. It could be that one person through which I can walk into that village. Are you all trying to understand this? In a village, I will always try to find one open door. It could be a person, it could be a family, or it could be a city leader, whoever it is. But God has appointed and placed a door for me to walk and access into in that group, in that community. Praise the Lord. Doors are very important. 
Amen. Doors are very important. Nehemiah built the wall around the city. And after he built so, he placed a door. He placed a door. One of the reasons why we understand from the Old Testament here is that in, every, in, 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 the, in, the, in, in the city wall around Jerusalem here, there was a, it was a fortified wall. It was a fortified wall. And they had these gates and these doors in different directions for different purposes. Right? They are different gates in different areas and different purposes for people to walk in, for the sheep to come in, for the fish to come in, for transaction to take place. There are different gates in different places. But in all of these doors, it was meant for people to access here and there. People to access. And when people walk in and access through these doors, it was vetted so carefully because they did not want an intruder to walk inside their city chambers. They did not want an intruder to come and be a threatening to the king or the nobles who were living inside the, the, the city there. Doors were very important. The Nehemiah placed a door after he built the wall. He placed the door. And as leaders sometimes, when we, 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 we ought to find out that door or we got to place that door. In through our church services, as leaders, we make an accessible place where people can walk in and feel welcomed. We create that space for them, for them to walk in and, and have a lively atmosphere within our services, within our families. Why do we do that? Because we care about them. After he built the wall, he placed the door in its place. He placed the door. He put the, the, the gates. And after the scripture mentions over there is he, he ordained few people to watch over the gate. What I like about this is Nehemiah in the intention and through the stories when we read, you will understand that Nehemiah was the intention of putting the, the, the intention behind Nehemiah putting the door right there was because he was going back to the king for some time. He was taking leave from the war construction that he was doing and he was wanting to go back to the king. And before he did that, as a leader, what he did was he made the wall and he placed the door so that no enemy will walk inside what he has wanting to protect. He put a door right there. In and um, we, we all know the Great Wall of China, the Great Wall of China, which is one of the, um, the, the, the longest, the largest uh, building that man has ever made uh, uh, around China, we see. It was made in the intention of protecting the land of China. And they made it in a way where nobody can, intrude, no intruder can easily access through it. But guess what? What happened? Even during those time, it was uh, even during those time, the enemies walked inside China and and devastated and and overthrew the powers there. You know why? Because the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper was bribed by all of these people who wanted to occupy China. But Nehemiah, in the story we see here, after he built the wall, he placed the door. Verse two helps us to understand. He put his brother Hanani as the in charge. Why? Because he was a very, a, a person of high integrity and respect. He valued God more than anybody else. He was righteous in the sight of God more than anybody else. And Nehemiah targeted and appointed that person to be the in charge of this door. 
Why? Because not anybody can do it. Anybody else can take and accept bribe and allow the enemy to walk inside. But he had to find a person of high integrity to stand there and to protect the door, protect his city. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's why when we do church ministry, we try to find people who, who are not only talented, but people who are anointed. Because there are so many people who are talented, but we want people who are anointed. Anointing is what separates us. For Hananiah, here we see, for Hanani, we see here, it was the anointing and the call and the, and the way of lifestyle that he was righteous in the sight of God. And that's what Nehemiah placed him to be the leader, to, to protect the gate that he has installed. Gates are very important. Amen. Gates are very important. It is an important act of security by a leader to protect his people. He installed the gate. He installed the door. Number two that I want to provide here is you can't get from where you are to where you want to be unless you go through the door. The door gives you an access. Here's this. While I was working at Baylor uh, as the chaplain, I was, um, I was dealing with a lot of um, you know, people who were passing away, who were dying, and it was um, emotionally very, I, I felt very challenging. Even sometimes uh, when I had to walk into these places, these homes, these families, and I had to console them because a lot of their family members, nurses would know, um, relate with this, when a lot of their family members were passing, away and I walk into those doors and, and there's crying and weeping and because somebody has passed away and I stand there quietly and minister to them. But emotionally, I was getting attached to that and that was kind of bothering me too. But what I do is, you know, if I visit two death patients, if I, if I visit two death cases, then I immediately go back to a place where a new bo- a child is born. How do I do that? Because from the door that I had, I had to exit out of the emotional turmoil that I was placed off and I walk into another door and I access into, I transition into another door where there is joy and happiness. Doors are very important because it is the place of transitions in your life. You access through one location to the other with the help of a a door. You walk in from one area to the other with the help of, what are you going through today, my friend? I'm going to ask you if you are going through a, 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 a trouble or a heartache or any kind of problem or sickness in your life. It's because you're stuck within that door. Have an access into a realm where the Lord wants to lead you into peace and he wants to lead you into healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be an access in the name of Jesus in your life in whatever we are going through. Let there be a transition in your life in the name of Jesus. I declare it over your life. Doors oftentimes give you, and it is an access place for your transitions. And I pray that there will be a transition in your life if you're waiting for that. Oh, come on, somebody. I know the Lord is talking to someone right now. There's going to be a supernatural transition in your life. You are waiting for it, and I believe it. It's going to happen in your life. A transition is taking place in your life. From one door, you're exiting out into a next door of where God wants to lift you up and he wants to protect. You're secure. You are secured within the walls of that door. 
And I declare healing in that door. I declare prosperity in that door. I declare godly blessings in that door. I declare that your spiritual life will encounter and get high a higher level inside that door. Walk to that and access the blessings of God in that chamber. Hallelujah. Nehemiah built the wall around and he placed the door. Why? So that they can be an access. One, everybody, you have to be very careful who you allow to walk into your life. Amen? There's so many mediums that, that the devil works in our life. You have to be very careful who walks in through doors. No, you got to keep it close. Keep it close. Not everybody is welcome. No. That sin should stay outside the door. And Bible says in Revelation that Jesus is standing outside the door and he is talking. Jesus should be inside the door. The sin and everything that encroaches your spiritual life should stay outside the door. Jesus should stay inside the door. Nehemiah built a wall around the city and he placed the door so that they can be placed, that can be a place of transition in the life of the Israelites. And I pray, I pray, I pray that we will, we will protect this door with integrity as we find in Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 2, Hananiah protected the wall. Nehemiah appointed Hananiah because he was found a person with integrity. He protected the door. The four axes in our life where enemy wants to intrude is number one, our mind. He wants to intrude in that. Number two, our heart. He wants to intrude in that. He wants to occupy that. Protect it. From the evil schemes, protect it. From the eyes, vision. He wants to blur it. Protect it. Protected your direction. He wants to blur it. He wants to derail it. Protect it. Protect it. The door the Lord has placed, let it be there. Can I tell you something? Sometimes we got to be thankful for the doors that God has already shut for us. There are some doors that God himself has shut. You know what? In, 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 in Genesis chapter 7, 16, we come across the story of, of, of Noah and the great flood. What happened? God asked Noah to build the ark. Noah, they were new. Petagam, new on Dakwa. Andagate, render and dite, elam requiem. Indagatunan Ketua. God asked him to take inside all kinds of animals as a pair, an entire family of Noah. When everybody else were placed inside the ark, what did God do? They were not here. Oh, they were not here. What did God do? He closed. The door. Be thankful for the doors that God himself closes. What if the door was not closed? They would have died inside the ark. But that's not the idea of God Almighty. He made the door closed so that he will find Noah and his family to flourish on this earth once again. The appointment that you lost, the friendship that you lost, the business deal that you lost, can you trust God that if the door, the door was closed by God, it was for your benefit? Who knows the better of my life? Who knows the better of my life? It is God himself, the beginning and the end, who knows the entire life, entire life in, in, in his own lifespan. We knows it all better. And we know that he who controls it 
knows better for my life. And I know if the door was closed by God, I will still trust in him. He, I can sing, I can still sing. God, you are so good. God, you are so good. I know my, my scales are very off, but it's okay. I can still sing God is very good in my life because I know if the Lord has closed the door, he knows the better for my life. Sometimes I've come across people when they don't see God uh, answering. Be thankful that God has not answered all your prayers. Sometimes I come across, I was, I was, I was with some youth, um, youth groups yesterday and I was personally talking to some of them. You know, I come across people oftentimes whenever I go, whenever we don't see God working in our time frame, we get upset with God. We say, God, no, this is not right. This is not right. Can I tell you, if he knows the best for your life, just blindly trust him. Trust him. He will never lead you astray. He is our shepherd and he knows the best for our life. He leads me through quiet waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. If I, I am ready to walk behind my Lord and my Savior who is the shepherd of my life, he will make sure things will happen in my life in its own right time. Those are place and positions of transition. I pray divine transitions to happen over your life. I pray that the Lord will do his amazing things over your life. Nehemiah built the wall and he placed the, the door. Noah put all the animals and his family inside the ark and God shut the door. Whatever door God shuts, no man can ever. Whatever door the Lord opens, no man can ever. Come on, hallelujah. If my Lord is opening some doors of your life, I declare it that the, no man will ever stand to challenge it. No power, no demon will ever stand to challenge it. If the Lord is closing and shutting some doors of destruction of your life, I pray no power in the entire world will ever stand and challenge to open it. Amen. Let the door shut some doors of destruction of your life so that we can be with the Lord. As long as I am in the ark, I am protected. And if the door is closed till God has asked me to keep it closed, I am protected. If he has kept it that way, keep it that way. Thank God for the closed doors. Thank God for the, for the guys who did not text you back. Thank God for the girls who did not text you back. Come on, I'm, I'm a youth pastor, right? I gotta talk to my youth guys too. The other older parents, y'all have good family. God bless you. Don't text anybody else. Thank God for the relationships that did not work in your life. If God knows the best over your life, I am declaring over your life. In through these doors, you're walking into a next transition of your life and my God is faithful and he will lead you and he is a good God is what we sang today and we worship today and I'm declaring it over your life. We will transition into a better access with God Almighty leading us. Oh Jesus. John chapter 10 verse nine. Almost we see, who is the door? Jesus said, I am the door. He who walks through me 
will find life in abundance. He will walk, come on somebody, let's read it. John chapter 10 verse 9 to 16 is a story, it's a parable, it's a life-changing illustrations that Jesus is talking to his people. This is how it goes. Jesus said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go out to find pasture. said, I am the door. And he who walks through me enters through me will be saved in the ark of Noah God asked Noah to build the, the door on the side of the ark speaking spiritually into the aspect where Noah and his family walked through the door and God shut the door. They were saved in the ark. There was a lot of people. Are you trying to understand this? Only because they could access into the next transition of their life. Many were dying out, but they could not find and they did not realize to hope into the presence of God in having this transition into their life. They did not want to access this. But I'm thankful. Noah was found faithful and he transitioned into eternal life. He transitioned into a life of abundance with God Almighty. Can I tell you something? People around you may not know and they may not understand the significance of what you do every Sunday morning, every time we come into the house of God. They may not know you, they may belittle you, but that's okay, that's normal. Let them do it. But can I tell you, if you know who Christ is in your life, walk into that access door and your life will be saved and you will live a life in abundance with God Almighty. Jesus said, I am the door. He who walks through me shall be saved. Come on, somebody, shall be saved. And I will lead him into pastures. What is pasture? What is pasture? A shepherd will oftentimes wants to take a sheep through green pastures. Why? Why does he want to? So that the sheep, so that the herd, the, 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 the flocks can, can eat, can, can, can fill themselves. So it is again another transition from hunger to filling up themselves. Another transition we see that the Lord is taking the, the, the sheep. Can I tell you, we are all the sheep of his flock. And if we follow our Savior, we know in season and every season, God will provide in our life. He's a provider. What are you waiting for? What are you wanting? What are you waiting for? A transition in your life. I am declaring it's going to be a time of a supernatural transition of your life. A change in what you were doing. A change in your ideas. A change in your mindset. A change in your behavior. A change, a transition. I declare it. I declare it. I declare it. If your vehicle was moving in the first gear so far, I declare let it increase. Let it get into the next level in the name of Jesus. A transition. Nehemiah built the wall around and he placed the gate as a gate of transition for people to walk in and to be saved within the walls of Jerusalem. And the walls that has been built, 
The enemies were always against Nehemiah and his people. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? He built the wall even in the midst of opposition. He placed the door even in the midst of challenges. I don't care who stands with me. If I have got the vision from God Almighty, I will accomplish what the Lord has asked me to do. I will finish the work. I will finish this fight. And the Lord is the one who is leading me. Door is a place of transition. Sometimes when I declare these words here, in for all of us to understand, when the Spirit is revealing certain things, I want us to grasp it. I can stand here and give you a lot of information. This information has to change into transformation. Amen? If it was only information, I can take a printout and give it to you. I can email it to you or put it in the group me. That is information you can do. But when the Lord is revealing certain things from me, you have to receive it right there and declare it over your life. Reveal it and declare it over your life. I am walking into a next transition in my spiritual life. How many of you were, 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 were blocked in your own spiritual life? You wanted to have a growth. Can I declare you're accessing to the door where God wants to take you into a next transition where you see an increase in your spiritual life? You were reading one verse every day when you version was, okay, today is the verse that you version has uh, uh, allowed me to read and I'm reading only that verse. No, 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 change it. If it's from last one year, if you're reading one verse because you version was helping you out, change it. Increase it to two verses or three verses or a paragraph. Let there be a transition in your life. You don't want to, I mean, how many of you want to remain in the same place all the time? You all want to do it? The same company that you worked, you want to be there and say, I am happy with this. No, no. After five years, after six years, after 10 years, you want to grow. Come on. Growth is the principle of the Bible. A baby that is born, it never remains to be a baby. I was watching Josiah's videos a couple of days ago. I'm like, when did my boy grow up so much? In four months. He's taller. He talks so much. And he got a chapter about it. He had so much he's talking. And I'm like, the other day, my brother sent me a video where he was talking in Hindi. I'm like, are you kidding me? In four months that he's in Bangalore, he's talking Canada. He's talking Hindi. What is going on? And growth is part of everybody's life. That is how you transition from one level to the other. We all want to grow. When we all want to grow in our business, we want to grow in our family structures and statures. How about we want to grow in our spiritual life? How about we want to grow? God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading one scriptures every uh, one scripture a day. That was kind of a meditational pill that I was taking in really good. But I'm going to change that pattern. I'm transitioning into a next level. From one, I'm going to do it too. From what, 10 minute prayer, I'm going to change it to 30 minute prayer. That's transition. Come on. A transition in your life. A transition in your life. Have the access to the door who Christ Jesus himself is. I cannot do it by myself. I am weak. And that's why you need the power of Holy Spirit to, to, to support you, to lift you, to push you. That's, you. that's why you need the power of Jesus Christ to help you. Can I have the worship team behind me? That's why we need the power of God helping us. Nehemiah built the wall and he placed the door. The door was the access point. As I'm ministering to you, you have to close the door that God has already closed in your life. Don't try to open it. Sometimes we go try to open the door that God, God, can I little bit, can I open it? Can I peek through what is there on the other side? 
Can I just, can I just go for five minutes? I'll be coming back in five minutes. I will come back in five minutes. No, 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 no. If the Lord has closed the door, keep it closed. Because God doesn't want you to access through that door at all. He knows. He knows we will stumble and we will fall. But there is something else. And says, I have opened a great door for you. A door that is accessible to people who believe in the, in the, in the, in the, in the power, in the saving grace, in the everlasting, compassionate, extravagant love of our God Almighty. The door is open for you. Nehemiah built the wall. He placed the door. Door was a place of transition. And I pray over your life. I pray over your life. That doors will be helpful. As God has placed these doors, as family, as priest of the house, barricade it, protect it, guard it. That no intruder walks in and does what they want to do through the doors. Bible says a farmer went out for cultivation. He sowed the seed. But before he did that, he prepared the ground. He prepared the ground. He put the fence around it. He made a watchtower. Why? Because he did not want the intruder to come inside and do whatever the intruder wanted to do. No. I protect my family. I will protect my church. I will stand as a watchman over the city. A place of transition. In you, some, some of our family members, some of our leaders, a place of transition from one level to the other. From one stagnant position to the other. God wants to take us. Can we all rise up in God's house as we give glory to God Almighty? We know that Jesus is, he is the, he is the king of our heart. He is the king and the Lord of our life. We will access into everlasting blessings when we access through the door that God has placed in our life. This is a blessing of God. Merci.